The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and the repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what the Father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them, and he was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today we are celebrating the Feast of the Ascension. Although the actual feast day was this past Thursday, we are observing this day today during our Sunday worship. We celebrate the Ascension 40 days after Christ's resurrection, or 40 days after Easter. Now the Revised Common Lectionary Gospel reading for today is in, actually is in John 17, and in this chapter, Jesus is praying for his followers. He's praying for the church. He's praying for us. And it is easy to mistake this chapter as occurring just before the Ascension, but this prayer occurred before the crucifixion. Now don't worry, I am going to bring us back to Luke. John's Gospel though talks about knowing Jesus. And knowing in this case means to be in relationship. To know Jesus is to know God. Or to be in relationship with Jesus the Son and God the Father. Jesus goes on to pray that his followers know that he came from God. He prays that they all belong to God. What he specifically says is, Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. And the disciples were confused by Jesus' prayer. In the 16th chapter of John, he says he's going away and they won't see him, but soon they will see him again. So they were confused because Jesus is talking about future events. So fast forward though to the gospel reading of Luke about the ascension in the 24th chapter, which we just read. It suddenly becomes clear what Jesus meant when he prayed asking God, to watch over his followers in God's name, that they will be one just as Jesus and his Father are one. But what was it like to stand there gazing up in the clouds? Now, we don't talk about the ascension as much as we do about the cross or the resurrection, but it is still an essential part of our Christian faith. The cross is empty because Jesus died. The tomb is empty because Jesus rose, and we await Jesus' return because Jesus ascended. 
And because Jesus ascended, you can take comfort in these five things. Jesus is back again with his Father, and everything is as it should be. Jesus has taken his rightful place on the throne, so he is king and he is in control. Jesus has kept his promise by indwelling us with the Holy Spirit, so you have God with you every hour of every day. Jesus prays for us constantly, and Jesus will come again. And most of these points that I just mentioned are in the Nicene Creed, which we recite every Sunday after the sermon. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, with the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. Now, I've pointed us back to the creed in at least one other sermon, if I remember right, maybe more. But I do this because reciting can, be some, can become so rote. And we often zone out and not really absorb what we're saying. But know this, this very day that we are observing, the Feast of the Ascension, it's one that we commemorate every Sunday when we, assert, when we affirm our faith with the Nicene Creed. And if you follow morning prayer on any of the lectionary apps or even St. Andrew's Pray at Eight, you're also getting a dose of the Ascension through the Apostles' Creed. So many of us acknowledge the Ascension maybe up to seven days a week. There are three events in the life of Christ that get a lot of publicity. These are the birth of Jesus, the death of Jesus, and the resurrection of Jesus. We have recognized holidays for each of these, Christmas, Good Friday, and Easter. But the ascension of Jesus is kind of neglected by comparison. You'll never find a happy ascension card in the greeting card aisle. <laughs> But know this, and don't tell Hallmark, though we, that may change, though, right? But know this, Jesus had to ascend from the earth so the Holy Spirit could come. The disciples could not truly know Jesus until he ascended and until he sent his Holy Spirit. And we can only know Jesus fully through the Holy Spirit's influence. And as a result, we commune with the three in one. We commune with each other because none of this could happen without the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I want to share a poem with you written by Chaylin Harkin and it's called Susceptible to Light. The worst thing we ever did was put God in the sky out of reach, pulling the divinity from the leaf sifting out the holy from our bones, insisting God isn't bursting dazzlement through everything we've made, a hard commitment to see as ordinary, stripping the sacred from everywhere to put in a cloud man elsewhere, prying closeness from your heart. The worst thing we ever did was take the dance and the song out of prayer, made it sit up straight and cross his legs, 
removed it of rejoicing, wiped clean its hip sway, its questions, its ecstatic yowl, its tears. The worst thing we ever did is pretend God isn't the easiest thing in the universe, available to every soul in every breath. Friends, the danger of the ascension is we sometimes feel we have lost touch, but the joy of the ascension is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which has been left to us by Christ, so that we and the Father and the Son are one. The question is, are you living for the ascended Christ? Amen.